Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So when you have a long passage of backstory or exposition in a scene or chapter, it reveals too much information at once in a way that's going to repel readers rather than intrigue them. So the best way to make sure you're not doing this is to sprinkle in backstory or exposition where it's relevant to whatever's happening in the scene. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. Whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to continue our discussion around narrative drive. Last week, we talked about what narrative drive is, as well as how to use narrative drive to help you write a compelling story. So if you haven't checked out last week's episode, I highly recommend that you listen to that episode first before continuing on with today's episode. So first, let's recap, what is narrative drive? Narrative drive is what gives a story its sense of forward momentum. It's what helps us hook readers on page one and pull them through the rest of the story all the way to the very end. A story that has broken narrative drive feels like it's going nowhere. And these are the stories that cause readers to kind of scratch their heads and wonder if and when the story is actually going to start or if they should even keep reading it at all. And in today's episode, I'm going to share with you guys the five biggest mistakes I see writers make that kill narrative drive and slow down a story. Then I'm going to walk you through 10 questions that you can ask of each scene in your novel to help you fix the narrative drive in your story. So without further ado, let's dive into the five things that kill narrative drive and slow down a story. The first thing that kills narrative drive is when writers put too much backstory or exposition in at one time. Narrative drive is all about parceling out information in such a way that keeps the reader asking questions and worrying about your protagonist. So when you have a long passage of backstory or exposition in a scene or chapter, it reveals too much information at once in a way that's going to repel readers rather than intrigue them. So the best way to make sure you're not doing this is to sprinkle in backstory or exposition where it's relevant to whatever's happening in the scene. So in other words, you want to show how your protagonist's past or their backstory negatively affects or helps them deal with whatever they're facing in the story present. Don't just put in something that's random because you feel like the reader needs to know about it. The way to kind of fact check yourself here is to just ask, is it relevant to what's happening in the scene or has it been triggered by something that's happening in the scene or the story present? The second thing that kills narrative drive is when there's no sense of cause and effect in the story. So when one scene does not cause or lead into the next scene, it slows the story down and derails the reader. 
So say, for example, that you're writing a mystery and you have a chain of scenes where the master detective is following the clues. And then all of a sudden you throw in a scene where the detective is talking to his ex-girlfriend about their failed relationship for no reason. This is going to confuse your reader and probably annoy them. So to avoid this in your story, make sure each scene causes the next scene to happen. You want to show how the events of each scene affect your protagonist, both externally and internally. So for example, you can kind of think about it like this. Because something happened and the protagonist feels a certain way about it, that's the cause, he or she is going to do something specific about it next. That's the effect. The third thing that kills narrative drive is when writers use false mystery to tease readers. So false mystery creates fake curiosity that's caused by this like artificial concealment of a fact. So in other words, something that could and should have been given to the reader is withheld in the hope that it's going to sustain their interest over a long period of time. Now, this is not really playing fair with the reader and is usually going to result in losing the reader's trust. So to avoid doing this in your story, you want to make sure you play by the rules that you've established in the story. If the reader has always found out information at the same time as your character, then don't all of a sudden hide an important fact from the reader and not the character. This is really just going to create a sense of false mystery, and it's really going to pull the reader out of your story and kind of frustrate them instead of making them feel intrigued. The fourth thing that kills narrative drive is when writers rely on cheap surprise. So cheap surprise takes advantage of the reader's vulnerability. You can almost always jolt readers by throwing in something truly shocking like a car crash for no reason um, other than shock value. But if it doesn't affect your protagonist and your story, then what's the point of doing that? In certain genres, small amounts of cheap surprise are going to be okay and even expected. So for example, in some horror, thrillers, or maybe even action stories, this is part of the fun, right? But even then, you kind of still want those things to have a purpose in your story. So no matter what genre you're writing in, you want to make sure that any twist or surprise has a purpose in your story and has been well foreshadowed if necessary. The fifth thing that kills narrative drive is when writers solve problems with coincidences. Now, coincidences happen in real life, so you don't need to totally avoid them in your story, but I'd rather you handle them in a way that's purposeful. So you should never have something that kind of pops into your story and makes an impact on one scene and then kind of just pops out of the story to never appear again, because that's just not going to help you kind of create a cohesive story. So to handle coincidences in the right way, make sure that you introduce things early on in the story in a way that kind of maybe seems meaningless or seems not important, and then allow them time to build into something that's meaningful. And you've probably heard the advice to never use some kind of coincidence to solve a problem at the end of the story. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here, but it applies to more than just the end of your story. So try to avoid using things that are coincidence and instead set them up in your story the right way so that they can pay off and feel fulfilling to the reader later. So those are the five things that kind of kill narrative drive and slow down your story. And you might be wondering, what should you do if you've made some of these mistakes in your own work in progress? So first, it's important to note that slowing down the action in your story isn't always a bad thing. 
Sometimes it is the right thing to do if it helps the overall pacing of your story or if you want to give the reader a kind of break after a sequence of action scenes or just really heavy scenes. But coming to a complete halt for no good reason is a problem that's going to cause readers to lose interest in your story and pick up a different book. So if you notice some sluggish areas in your draft that weren't done on purpose, you can go back through those areas or those scenes or chapters and ask yourself these 10 questions. The freebie for today's episode is a worksheet that has these 10 questions listed out as well as some space for you to work through your answers. You can download this freebie at savannagilbo.com forward slash narrative drive. So question number one is, does your protagonist have a goal in this scene? And if so, does this goal contribute to their overarching story goal? And if not, how can I revise this scene so that my protagonist does have a goal that contributes to their overarching story goal? Question number two is, is your protagonist's motivation clear in this scene? So does it make sense why he or she would be pursuing this particular goal in this scene? And if not, how can I revise this scene so that my protagonist's motivation is clear and believable? Question number three is, is there both external and internal conflict in this scene? So do you show how the events of the plot affect your protagonist internally? And if not, how can you highlight your protagonist's thoughts, feelings, and reactions better? Question number four is, does everything in this scene point to the same direction? And if not, how can I make every action or reaction help your protagonist get closer to achieving his or her story goal? Question number five is, is there something at stake in this scene? And if not, how can you show what your protagonist stands to lose or gain in this scene? Question number six is, does your protagonist face a dilemma in this scene? And if not, how can you revise this scene so that your protagonist has to make a choice between two equally good things or two equally bad things? Question number seven is, is there a clear change in your protagonist from the beginning of the scene to the end? And if not, how can you revise the scene so that your protagonist changes, learns, or grows in this scene, even if it's just a little bit? Question number eight is, does this scene stop to explore backstory or any kind of exposition? So do you spend too much time explaining things such as world building details or events from a character's past? And if so, how can you sprinkle in only the parts of the backstory or world building that affect what's happening in this scene and leave everything else either out of the story or move it to a different point where it is relevant to what's happening? Question number nine is, is this scene a direct result of the scene that came before it? And then does it cause the next scene that follows it? And if not, how can you revise this scene so that it adds to the cause and effect trajectory in the story? Question number 10 is, what's the point of this scene? So why do you need it in your story? Are you keeping this scene in your story because you think parts of it sound really good? And if that's the only reason, then can you take those parts and layer them into a different scene that's maybe more impactful or that serves a bigger purpose? So one more time, if you feel like parts of your story are kind of sluggish or slow, or if you're just kind of not sure, you know, what may be going wrong with a part of your scene or your story and you just know something feels off, go through those 10 questions and see if you can figure out what to fix or what you need to address. And as a reminder, there's a freebie for this episode that is a worksheet that has each of these 10 questions listed out, as well as some space for you to work through your answers. 
And if you'd like to, you can print out multiple copies of this worksheet and use them for each of the scenes in your story. You can download this freebie at savannagilbo.com forward slash narrative drive. And I know that was a lot. So let me just quickly recap those five things that kill narrative drive and slow down a story. So the first thing that kills narrative drive is when a writer puts in too much backstory or exposition at one time. The second thing that kills narrative drive is when there's no sense of cause and effect in the story. The third thing that kills narrative drive is when writers use a false sense of mystery to tease readers. The fourth thing that kills narrative drive is when writers rely on cheap surprise. The fifth thing that kills narrative drive is when writers solve problems with coincidences. And if you've done some of these things in your own work in progress, don't worry because I have a free worksheet that will list out 10 questions that you can use to help fix broken narrative drive or these slow or sluggish scenes in your draft. And you can download that at savannagilbo.com forward slash narrative drive. So that's it for today's episode and the second part of our deep dive into narrative drive. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it and hopefully you can see how Having an understanding of narrative drive can help you craft a compelling story that works and that hooks and holds readers' attention all the way until the very end. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.